Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Let us not forget your dream team. Animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie. Alan Cable's on vacation this week, but he'll be back next week. And you can answer your get your questions answered anyway about your dog. Dr. Debbie will answer those questions. Uh, next week, of course, we'll be broadcasting live from Super Zoo, bringing you the Woo-hoo. best new pet products available for you and your pet. We'll actually have giveaways of all those things. But this week, a big show. We have Dr. Reverend Capers back with us. We do this every year. It's he, fun. Blessing of the animals. And that should happen in just a few minutes right here. So grab your animals. The blessing of the staff. Can, can they do that, too? <laughs> yeah. We should really do that. Yeah, we're Think a lost cause. That. Don't waste your blessings. <laughs> the exorcism of the staff. There's That's more like it. See who we're talking about here, Joey. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to be really good over here. But uh, hey, hey, and I actually did have a question for you, if I can beg a little professional uh, information here. Uh, sure. You know, you know my boy boss. Uh, he's a Yorkie yeah. poodle Shih Tzu. You know, he's a Yorkie poo with a lot of shit in him. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, he's he's got this hair coat that's kind of scruffly, and my husband refuses to trim it. Um, but he kind of looks like a razorback. So the top hair is kind of the guard hairs. It's kind of wiry, about three and a half inches long, and then everything underneath that is real short, about an inch thereabouts. So I've tried to take clippers to his face, and my husband catches me, so he always knows when I've done something. So I'm wondering, what can I do for this kind of hair coat, and not make it real obvious, but just kind of neaten him up a little bit, because he is scruffly. Well, how the first thing, the first thing I should really tell Dr. Deb is yes. that she should bring the dog to me, and I would take care <laughs> of it for her. But, you know, I got a problem with this, but I, but, you know, because it's you, I'm going to say it, because this is given away. It's one of my biggest secrets, uh, because this is a problem. No, this is, this is a problem for a lot of people, and a lot of people come in with this because they want to keep the natural scruffy look, because when you get a dog that looks like boss, you know what? That's the personality, and that's a big part of it. So when you start cutting and clipping that dog, you take away some of the personality, like you would, you know, with me. If you shave my head, you take away my personality. So <laughs> take my gel and my hair away, you definitely took my personality. So what they have, and you got to get the original one, is a there's a tool out called a Coat King, and it's put out by an old, old grooming company called Mars. They're one of the best um, grooming tool suppliers probably in the world, in my in my opinion. And you got to make sure that you go for the original one because there's a lot of imitations that don't work. Now, what it is, it looks like a rake, but it's more curved over. And in this rake, the um, the teeth on it are very sharp. So what they do is as you rake it through the dog's coat, it actually will trim it down. It'll cut it down. And you can control by how many times you go over the area. You can control how much coat that you're going to remove. Now, what it's going to do is is the area where you have the longer hair, you're going to go over it a little bit more. The area where you have the shorter hair, you're going to go over it less. And you'll never, ever in a million years be able to tell that the dog has gotten a haircut where it looks like it's, you know, trimmed bluntly. It's going to keep the scruffy look, but it's going to maintain it and bring it down. And it's also going to help um, healthy coat grow back in because that's that's basically part of it. It's also de-sheds while it trims away the hair that you don't want. So remember that's that. It's I a mean, Mars exactly. Coat King. Mars is that M-A-R-S? M A R S. Yes. You know, Joey, I would definitely have you take care of me, but if, if it comes back looking too professional, you know, he's going to know something's up. So, you know, I kind of got to do this on the sly. There you go. There you go. 
There you go. Now, if you have a question for Dr. Debbie or for Joey Villani, for Animal Communicator Joey Turner, 1-866-405-8405. That's toll-free right now to the Dream Team. Stacy in the newsroom. Well, it's the end of summer, and I don't know, have you gone to the pool yet? Do you know what it's like when you're just a little extra heavy, and you're in the pool, and you have to get up the steps? It can be tough, right? <laughs> well, imagine if you're a hippo, and you're trying to get up the steps. Oh. This hippo fell into a pool, and he couldn't get up the steps. He didn't have a bikini on, by the way, so <laughs> we're leaving that part out of it. But, oh, it's a sad story. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. She always delivers the sad stories with a smile. We do that here at Animal Radio. (laughs) You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. to connect with our dream team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable actually on vacation today. Dr. Debbie will answer those questions for him. Dog father Joey Volani with your grooming tips and animal communicator Joey Turner. Even Ladybug the studio stunt dog. (laughs) She's answering your calls. She gets a lot of calls. You'd be surprised. She's a busy girl. On the show today, Reverend Capers will be joining us. He's, uh, well, if you're an old animal radio listener, you know, or a young animal radio listener, you know that he blesses the animals every year for us. And he'll be doing that in just a few minutes right here. So grab your animals. Bring them around the radio. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, I'm kind of upset about this. I'm just going to tell you really quick. September is Senior <laughs> Pet Wellness Month. And now's the time to highlight the importance of routine exams for older pets. But that's not what really bothers me. They said that... Um, you know, if you have a senior dog similar to a person at age 50, what is that? I'm not a senior. I don't want to, I don't call myself a senior. I mean, I don't, a 50, is that a senior? 50 is the new 30. They're crazy. But I don't know, maybe it's not with dogs. They're active anyway. Anyway, you, you got to check out your dog and make sure it's okay as they get older. And this is just a month to kind of highlight that. I'll tell you more about it coming up. And all my other issues on Animal Radio News. <laughs> Airing your laundry there, Stacy. Uh, I see, Joey, that you're going to be telling us how to de-stink your dog's face. Is that correct? Yeah. If you got a dog that has a um, smelly face because they got a lot of folds and you know those flat-faced dogs, the brachiocephalic, I think I said that right. I think time. you did. Um, I'll be corrected by Dr. Deb shortly if I didn't. You do this, Joey, and you're going to take away all my business because so many people don't know how to take care of those skin folds and they end up at the doc's office because, you know, they've got smelly, stinky, infected faces. Mm. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it should start in the grooming shop, I believe, before at least goes to you because I don't want my dog's face to smell coming out of the grooming salon. I mean, that's that's one of those areas where, you know, I mean, if I'm going to kiss my dog and it still smells like a dirty, wet mop, the first thing I'm going to do is, is curse out the groomer and just charge me $50, $60 to clean him. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ladybug. Ladybug's a little upset. No, you don't have a stinky face, Ladybug. No, she don't have a stinky face. Hi, Darlene. Hello. Welcome to the show. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on? Um, I have a little uh, Shizu, and she's like three and a half years old. 
And next week, she's getting ready to have her third surgery for bladder stones. Oh, and after no. the surgery, I was wondering if there's anything besides the special food that she's getting that I could do to help her keep from getting them back. Yeah. Oh, my. That's quite the repeat offender there when it comes to bladder stones. Yes. Wow. Now, do you know what, what kind of stone that she's had the problem with? I don't remember. They're little round, smooth ones, though. She gave me a okay. jar of when the last surgery. <laughs> like a half of a little prescription <laughs> jar full. Conversation item there when you pull it out. A little momentum. Having a party. Hey, these are my dog stones. And then you pull another right. one out. And then the third one out. Wow. Um, well, it's going to really depend on what kind of stone that she has. Um, because there's very different approaches to um, managing um, these different types of stones. Um, some of the more common ones in Shih Tzus uh, can be calcium-based stones. On the other end of the spectrum, they can have phosphorus-based stones as well. Um, and then there's oodles of other ones as, as well. Um, so that is very important information in order to fully answer your question. Um, but but in general, yes, there are definitely some other strategies, and I think I would definitely go looking further. Um, one of the main things that the biggest goal when we're trying to prevent bladder stones is we want to uh, make the urine more dilute. And that is commonly one of the goals of special diets for bladder stones. Um, we can go even further than this. And if I see a pet's urine sample and it's really not below 1020 in specific gravity, I'm going to add in some ways to get them uh, more uh, water in their diet. That might be, you know, adding in things like ice cubes that are flavored with maybe uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, chicken broth in there. Um, that's one way strategy, um, watering down food or going to a can variety can help to increase water intake. And then there's even something I sometimes use called hot dog soup, which is basically uh, where you take some hot dogs, you boil them in the uh, microwave and, and let the fat, the flavor kind of mm. get into some water. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> it's good. And that you can then dress the food with that, and that also helps to stimulate them to to take in more water. Um, so that would be my number one recommendation. Um, without knowing all everything, we need to know about those stones. And then, uh, if in fact your puppy dog has the calcium-based stones, then there's often a lot of other conditions that we'll go looking for. Um, because sometimes those pets can have high blood calcium levels that can be related to other health conditions. Um, so doing some lab work would be important. Um, sometimes checking for certain diseases like Cushing's disease or checking their lipid levels, things like that can be very helpful in seeing if there's an underlying problem. Then eating um, a special food from the vet, it's, for, it's low fat and a diabetic and gastrointestinal food. They told mm-hmm. me no, give her is she diabetic? That. No, ma'am. No, but they just okay. said that was the, the only thing they could, you know, they called the dog food place, and they recommended this to keep her on strictly this kind of food, not okay. to give her, you know, anything but that, and they thought that might help, but it's only been less than a year ago that she's had them, and now she has them again, but I just give her nothing but distilled water in this canned food. Definitely, I'd say, let's find out what kind of stone, and I can definitely give you some even some alternate diet recommendations if I know what particular type we've got. Now, the other thing is, on that other end of the spectrum, those phosphorus-based stones, they are um, commonly associated with urinary tract infections, and there are dogs with that type of stone that we need to really address the chronic low-grade urinary tract infection. So sometimes there are other factors. I had a little Shih Tzu the other day who she'd been through her second bladder surgery, and I looked at her and I discovered 
because she had a little vaginal problem that was causing a chronic vaginitis, which was causing a low-grade urinary infection. So we're addressing that in a way to get ahead of the bladder stones, which are formed because of the infection in the bladder, which has been from the infection in the vaginal area. So it's kind of like this whole chain event. So that would be one big uh, aspect as well, is to really control that that urinary infection. But I'd say give me a call back when you know what kind of stone that she has, because I'd be definitely happy to offer you some other um, diet tips that we might even be able to try. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the entire Dream Team right now here at Animal Radio. Let's uh, kick off this hour with giveaways. You like that? How about the Frawley Cad Bundle? Is that what we're doing today? I believe it is. That's what it says on the board. I thought we did that last week. No, we're doing the scoop free. We're doing the scoop free. So you messed up. I messed up. Look at that. Judy messed up. Let's, uh, this is actually pretty cool. If you have a cat, listen up, because I'm going to give away one of these scoop-free ultra litters with a three-pack of premium blue litter. If you're just tired of scooping the litter every day, or if you're one of those people that doesn't scoop the litter every day and your cat hates you because of that, you won't have to change your litter for weeks. And when you do change the litter, you won't have to scoop it. You actually take the entire litter tray out and deposit it in the trash. You won't even see that poop. Self-contained. It is the scoop-free litter. If you're not lucky enough to get through right now at 1-866-405-8405, head on over to scoopfree.com. They have free shipping plus $20 up off for the first subscription of your kitty litter and a 90-day money-back guarantee as well as a one-year limited product warranty. It is scoop-free. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet special. Retailers. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. My name is Jennifer. I'm 44, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. My name is Kim. I'm 47, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. I'm Jane. I'm 52, and I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Even my belly fat is gone, and it was so easy. Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin focuses on hormonal balance. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40, especially during menopause, is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. But the Amberin program balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. 
Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones, like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-939-8955. That's 1-800-939-8955. It's Animal Radio. I was just in the hallway with Joey Villani, and he called me a lipoma. I don't... I, I don't... You don't know what that is, oh, do you? That veterinarian <laughs> humor or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is it good? I assume not. Well, it depends. <laughs> lipoma is a fatty tumor, so oh. I don't know if he was referring to, like, your head or what. But, yeah. You know, lipomas. And they're actually a very big problem in oh. dog owners. You, you'll find um, a lot of dogs can develop fatty tumors. My own dog, Magnum, uh, my oh. Labrador, just we took a bunch off this week. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we were worried some of them were in weird locations, so we were they were malignant. Um, but fortunately, everything came up good, and they were just benign. Well, now, how do you figure out if they're benign or malignant? Well, one of the simplest things we can do is a needle biopsy. Okay. Um, so we just do that in in outpatient uh, care, send it out to a lab, and find out what that might be. Um, in his case, we got some really suspicious findings on that, so we had to go in surgically to remove them. Um, and then once you have those biopsied, you'll find out if it's uh, serious or not. But you know, there's I think there's a lot of people that you know assume every tumor is a lipoma, like you know, ah, it's nothing, um, and that's a very dangerous assumption. So I, I would definitely want our listeners to know that not every lump is a lipoma. So there's some things we can do to try to figure that out. Okay. Uh, the first thing would be that uh, fatty tumors or lipomas um, do tend to kind of move around um, on the skin. So they're, they're kind of loosely attached. So if, if we feel a lump that's solid, firm, um, that has any kind of oozing, anything like that, that's more suspect. So you need to see the vet for that. Okay. Um, another characteristic is lipomas are usually on the lower half of the body. So from the midline of the body down, it's usually along the underside, the armpit. So in lumps and other areas, see the vet for those. Okay. And then there are definitely some breeds like the Labradors that are just tumor factories and they just get tons of lipomas. So, uh, Labrador retrievers and Doberman pinchers. Um, but there are some breeds like the Boston Terrier and the Boxer. I do not assume that any lump is okay. Those dogs, any lump, they should really be evaluated by a veterinarian because they do get some bad types of skin cancers. So you want to get those guys checked out. Well, yeah, I think any lump on any any breed you should get. <laughs> I would, you know, if it was my animal, if you ever have a lump on your dog or cat or ferret or hamster, you should check it out and at least ask the doctor. I would do that. And, and that's definitely the smartest way to go. So we, we would want every lump checked out. Now, there are some dogs that just get oodles of them. Like my dog, we took off three warts, three fatty tumors, and my dearest husband forgot to get two other ones that we found after oh. the fact. So there could be multiple. So, you know, we have to really kind of um, prioritize those sometimes. But your dog's okay, right? He's it- doing wonderful and, uh, you know, lost a little bit of fatty tumor. So, you know, he's thin down a little bit. <laughs> now, does that come with age? Do the younger dogs get it or usually just the elderly dogs? Usually older dogs, and surprisingly, it isn't always fat dogs that get them. So it really it doesn't have to do necessarily with how heavy or how lean they might be. And you know, some dogs I've seen uh, average thirty pound dogs get some enormous fatty tumors on them, almost as big as like a football or a, a bigger dogs even as big as like a soccer ball they'll have on them. So they can get pretty extreme. So you, you want to catch them when they're smaller, when we can do a little bit more for them. 
Okay, let's hit the phones. one 405 Toll free to the Dream Team. That could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable, Cable is out today. He's on vacation. Didn't he just start? What's with that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had this day off, you know, he told us when he started. When he started, he... he it was pre-arranged. Oh, pre-arranged. Yeah. Okay, so that... that. So That's you'll be insane. answering the dog questions today, and I can say that uh, you're much prettier than he is. Oh, thank you. Dog father, Joey Volani, with your grooming questions, and animal communicator, Joey Turner, with your animal communication issues. And we head to Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Sandra, Sandra how are you Hi. doing today? Oh, how are you? Fine. I'm good. Thank you. What's going on? Well, I'm just calling to find out. I... Took in just two days ago uh, a mama cat and her three kittens. Oh, and wonderful! It's been a real experience. My question is: they're doing well. We trapped them. They were spayed, neutered, defleed, and everything is going pretty good. Um, and the mama cat we took her into. We've known her since she was born, but we just couldn't catch her before. And then this time we did with her, her babies. We want to know if it's she. She's jumped up on a. Um, bookshelf that we have that's about six feet tall, is a built-in bookshelf, and uh-huh. she's been there all night and day. Uh, would, is she too feral? I mean, she comes to us. I can touch her when she's eating, but I think she's probably just frightened. Um, we yeah. had them in the traps. But she, The kittens are doing fine. I'm rubbing them and, you know, petting them and everything, but she's up there, and she doesn't like she wants to come down yet. Okay. Is she's this the first feral. time she's been in your home? or? Yes. She's been Idiots. running free. Okay. All righty. So, yeah, I mean, she may be in a little bit of just sensory overload um, because environment-wise, it can be very freaky for cats that are used to the big outdoors to be in, uh-huh. in, in enclosed spaces, especially with some of the household sounds that we may not even be aware of. Um, those kind of things can be very frightening for a cat that's not really acclimated to that. Um, so the big thing for that is, you know, I guess a little bit of her comfort. We need to give her an escape hatch so that she can get out of there safely. Um, and then to really decide from there if she can be comfortably maintained indoors or not because not every feral cat can adapt easily to being indoors it just can be too stressful for them so some things i would recommend you do um one is i would go to your nearest pet store or veterinary office and get um, a plug in of a pheromone which are the cat scent hormones they have calming effects and that can help to ease her a little bit in kind of a natural way put that in the room where she's at also make sure we have ample food um, put some really stinky, I like to put the fish-flavored foods out and put that down in an area that she doesn't have to commit to coming all the way down to the floor, to the door, or where the activity is. Um, and then also provide some other opportunities for her to hide. So she's kind of feel safe. She's got visual security. She's as high as she can get, and that's what cats like. They like to feel like they can watch their surroundings and not feel anything come from above to threaten them. Okay. So give her some other opportunities, either cat trees or even you can just get some cardboard boxes and put that up on some furniture, drape a towel over it, give her somewhere where she can hide inside and hopefully get into a little bit more um, manageable area and give her lots of room because, you know, it it can definitely be uh, very scary when we try to kind of jump on them and and catch them and and to turn them into a lap cat right away. She may not be that. Um, But if you give her those visual securities, that may help her feel more comfortable in her surroundings and she may adapt a little bit more. And the pheromones, you say, it's uh, they're cat pheromones. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they just come in um, generally in a spray or a plug-in. I like the plug-ins because, you know, I like to just put that in the area and you want to keep the door shut to that room where she's at. So you have that maximum use of the pheromone in that room. And also just it'll keep the noises and the traffic and so forth away. Um, and that'll help her feel more comfortable. Okay. Well, she had uh, separated herself from her kittens and now she's here with them. So... Oh, okay. Well, they're old enough. They can, you know, take care of themselves at this point. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe maybe she's looking to try to get outside again. That could be the problem. Okay. I'm hoping not because she's such a love and she's she's very gentle. You know, I mean, she just didn't, she just separated from, you know, herself like her mama did her. Um, mm-hmm. But she's very gentle. She's a sweetheart. I think she's just really frightened, but I just didn't know whether she was, I thought of that and I thought, is she too feral or, you know, but she's been social as she'd come to us for food for the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll try those things and then just give her her space, give her those opportunities to, to kind of find it uh, on, on her own terms. Okay. Thank you so much. Good luck with that, Sandra. And thanks for listening to Animal okay. Radio. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 Didn't she call and say, is this Warren Eckstein? No, this is not Warren Eckstein. The... He, uh, he has a show in Southern California. This is Animal Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Now we can pay rent. <laughs> uh, with the help of Vetrisin, one-step wound and skin care products for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. We got a hold of this stuff, and we, we've used it like two or three times so far. It is amazing stuff. You should have a bottle of this inside your first aid kit. I won't be, ever be without it again. I'm keeping it on hand. I like the fact that it's non-toxic. It's safe for puppies and kittens. They can lick it. If you want to learn more about it, head on over to Veterison.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. I'm going to give away five bottles right now at one 866 Five bottles of Vetterson, good for skin uh, uh, rashes, uh, hot spots, hot spots uh, little Even sores. if they have surgery, any kind of wound that clean, needs to be healed. And it doesn't sting. That's what I love about it. Good stuff. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A disagreement about dogs at a wedding left four people shot including the bride and groom. Although 50 people attended the outdoor Arkansas wedding, the details are still sketchy. Authorities said the shooting happened moments after Melissa Smith and Mike Beavers took their vows along Piney Creek in rural Pope County. Smith, the bride, said the shooting began after Patrick Paul Duvall's dog started fighting with her dog, who was a guest at the wedding. Duvall was not a guest and didn't know the couple. The dog fight started a human fight, which ended up with 29-year-old Duvall shooting the bride and groom, plus two other guests. Three of the guests were driven to the police station in the back of a pickup truck, while police found a fourth victim at the site of the wedding. Patrick Paul Duvall now faces four counts of first-degree felony battery, each of which carries a maximum prison sentence of 20 years and a $15,000 fine. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. 
Vetricin, a one-stop wound and skin care product that will not harm healthy tissue. Vetricin is great for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non-toxic and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or irritations easy. Be sure to have some on hand at all times. Great for the dog park and traveling. Visit Vetricin's Facebook page to see how you can win free product. For more information, go to Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. Cat owners, listen up. We love our cats. They're so adorable, but we certainly can't say the same for their litter boxes. Wouldn't it be great if you had an attractive litter box with a stylish hood and designs like black patent, leopard print, polka dot? Well, now you can. Kitty A Go Go is perfect for smaller homes or apartments where the litter box is usually an eyesore. Not only does Kitty A Go Go look great, it adds a stylish decor element with personality. Your choice of six decorative hoods and colorful patterns will look great in any room. Seeing is believing. And since you can't see them on the radio, check out all the designs at kittyagogo.com. And that's not all. Kittyagogo has a patented sifter rake, so there's no digging for treasures. In one single scoop of the rake, your cat's business is ready to dump right into the trash, making the task of cleaning up after your kitty a breeze. Made of the highest quality, durable, and stain-resistant plastic, both you and your cat will love this new concept in litter boxes. Kittyagogo. You have to see it to believe it. Learn more at kittyagogo.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, this story out of South Africa started out as a happy story, now unfortunately very tragic. The manager of the Game Preserve Lodge, where this hippopotamus was stuck in the swimming pool, said the four-year-old hippo had been chased from his herd by a dominant male when he wandered into the conservation lodge, plopped into the eight-foot-deep pool. Now, he was able to swim freely, but he couldn't get out because there were no steps. Lodge workers dubbed him Solly, and the hippo's plight captivated South Africans. Somebody even set up a Twitter account on Solly's behalf, and they tweeted purported hippo quotes. Well, a few days later, the TV crews carried a scrolling headline that announced the animal's death. Just as the vet had arrived, the hippo tried one last time to get to his feet. He couldn't make it. Exhausted, he dropped his head into the knee-deep water, making a splash, and he laid still. A wildlife rescue expert was in tears as he confirmed that Solly was dead. Hippos are sensitive creatures, and Solly's stress level had probably been rising since he was forced from his group. That's called a pod, by the way. And he took shelter in the pool. Once inside, he just couldn't get out, and that probably added to his stress. You know what they say, if life gives you bulk qualities of defective candy unfit for human consumption, just make chocolate lace cattle feed. Well, that's what they say in Kentucky, apparently, where an industrious cattleman has responded to skyrocketing corn prices. So he swapped out the corn in his 1,400 cows' diets for low-grade candy. The Paducah, Kentucky-based WPSD local reports that Joseph Watson, owner of United Livestock Commodities, believes that candy is a healthy drought-time substitute for corn. 
He even suggests it has advantage over vegetables. And it goes way beyond price. It actually has a higher ratio of fat actually feeding them than feeding them straight corn. But John Waller, professor of animal nutrition at the University of Tennessee, said he didn't seem the least bit scandalized by candy fat in cows. He says it's a viable diet, keeps fat material from going out in the landfill, and it's a good way to get nutrients in these cattle. More cattle stories. A 52-year-old Montana man is recovering from injuries that he sustained after a stray cow ran amok on the streets of downtown Billings. The Billings Gazette says the man suffered broken bones, sore ribs after he was charged by this 1,200-pound black Angus cow. The victim was working on a construction site when he saw police and decided to help them catch the cow. While the bolting bovine escaped during uploading at the public auction yards and the cow knocked over a cyclist and pedestrians during its rampage, local police say they weren't equipped to wrangle the animal in a city environment. The cow was finally shot after a two-hour chase, unfortunately. The injured man was released from the hospital the following day. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at scoopfree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Scoop-Free is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. Scoop-Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop-Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. From now on, your day can start with a perfectly brewed cup of coffee or tea thanks to the Bosch Tassimo Home Brewing System and unique barcode technology. From now on, your dishes will wash in virtual silence thanks to the quietest dishwasher line in North America. Bosch dishwashers were named number one in a best value by a leading consumer publication. And right now you can get a great deal on Bosch appliances by visiting your local Best Buy retailer. Bosch, invent it for life. Bosch offers the quietest dishwashers in North America and no major brand offers a quieter model at any Bosch price point. June 2012. Last defined by similarly priced and designed models of major brands based on a leading consumer publication. June 2012. Casmo is a registered trademark of Kraft Foods. Let's take a call for groomer, dog father, Joey Volani. We have, which one are we going to, Judy? And who's on line three? We have Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Welcome to the show. Hi. What's on your mind? I have a bearded collie and a full coat, and I was going to one groomer for a long time, and it was 
you know, a little far from home, and a new one opened up in town, so I decided to try her. And she told me that my dog was extremely matted, so she charged a certain price. Uh. And then she agreed that if I put it on a schedule, then it would be another price. So I did it for uh, five weeks, and when I came, she said it was even more knotted than the first time. So I, I agreed, and then I booked a three-week appointment, and now she tells me that she won't groom the dog anymore, that it's my responsibility to comb it. And I was wondering who, you know, isn't that what I'm paying a groomer for? Well, <laughs> you know what, that, that's um, it, 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 it's a funny question, and... Um, when you got a dog like that in full coat, um, it definitely needs work at in the, in the home. There's um, nothing that a groomer can do, whether it's um, two weeks out, three weeks out, six weeks out. Um, what you want to do is compare it. Now, I don't know if you have long, short hair, but if you have a long hair and you didn't comb your hair um, on a daily basis, what it would look like in a couple of days, and you can have knots and tangles. Multiply that by a hundred, because don't forget your dog is running. Um, you know through the furniture rolling on the ground it's doing everything that you wouldn't do with your own hair and it's not it's it's probably nodding up now do you have a brush that you use now I mean, do you, do you brush the dog whatsoever at home no not at no, all I, I i bring it for a service and you I know what you, you gotta understand I mean, that, how often that's can i bring it can i bring it i you know every two weeks is too much Four, three weeks, but, is, you know. But if you're doing if you're doing nothing, nothing at all to your pet, and um, and basically um, you're looking for the groomer to um, get out the knots and tangles all the time, there definitely will be a charge. You're definitely going to have a dog that's not. Now I don't know the activity level of your dog. Well, he doesn't do more anything but the walk dog, around the house. We don't even walk him. And you know I, what? But even even that alone, walking on 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 the carpet, the furniture, attracting um static electricity, which is moving the coat. Anytime the coat moves, it it turns, it binds, but the other it groomer, weaves itself the other into, into did it a from Her house, and she charged you know a, a a price, and she didn't you know. So basically, this groomer told me to go back to the other groomer. Well, you know what I mean. If if the groomer doesn't, just, if doesn't you know, want to do it, if it was if it was me as the groomer, and I had to deal with a dog that was knotted every single time, honestly, um, right. I would either charge you, and 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 if 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 the client did not want to pay the fee, I would basically say the same thing. What you definitely want to do to make it easier for you, and it'll probably be a lot less expensive, is go out and get yourself a slicker brush. And a slicker brush is, 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 a, is a brush that has short metal curved pins, and you want to brush your dog minimum, minimum three times a week. You know, just take 10 minutes and do it, run a comb through it, and it's going to save you a lot of heartache and time, especially well, if, you, if you like the current grooming that you're going to. Well, that's what she told um, but, you to do. That's what she okay, and, but you, you know what? And that's that's probably the best advice that that um that 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 she could give you because a dog like that in full coat, there is there's there's no magic. There's no magic well, of, of, of knots and tangles. She comes out beautiful. She does a nice job. Yes. Okay, you know what? I would I would definitely listen to her advice because it's really good advice. And not that the other groomer is is um you know is is not doing the right thing. Well, but I'll tell you what, a lot of times. Well, there, there you go. There you go. You just you you basically just answered your your, your own question. So yes. what I would do is 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 I would put a brush and comb through it. You know, um, a few times a week. Go to the groomer that you like, and I think that you'll be much happy. And your dog definitely will be because you know what? When they go to a grooming salon and they and 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 they are knotted, even if the groomer takes the 
the, the most amount of time and is very gentle. That's it's still that. pulling and tugging on the dog. It's she a little bit she painful. Didn't want to do so. it to him, that she she felt bad for the dog, and that I I couldn't have him in this kind of coat if I didn't contribute. She is one hundred and ten percent right, um, and I hope that doesn't make you angry that I'm no, saying that. No, but no, she's no, one hundred. She's one hundred and ten percent right, okay. and and I would continue to go to that groom because that groom is telling you the right thing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for your call today. We appreciate it, Cheryl. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Ladybug, what do you think of Stella and Chewy's? <laughs> oh, she loves it. It's her favorite food. In fact, it is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. It is natural goodness for both dogs and cats. Made with raw, USDA-inspected meat. Raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. Learn more over at Stella and Chewy's. And now you don't have to let your cat eat the Stella and Chewy's dog food. There's a cat food made by Stella and Chewy's. They can have that their own. That was a problem we had at first. They were I know. Our cats were always food. in the dog food. Now they have their own cat food, and they love it, too. StellaandChewy's.com. Animal Radio coming at you with the party animal. That's me, Vinny Penn, and nice to be back here doing kind of a part two. If you were listening to last week's installment of the party animal, you know that my daughter's goldfish Betty was either murdered or killed herself or just died of natural causes. She was a year old. Maybe a little over a year, actually. It's not like we bought her and watched her hatch from a goldfish egg. Do they hatch from eggs? I don't really know. Nonetheless, my daughter has now decided what she wants her new pet to be, and it is the natural evolution. It is what you would think the next animal would be after having a goldfish, and that's a horse. Yes, a horse. I don't know where this guy, I don't, know, I don't even know where, where, do I, where she thinks we're going to put it. Uh, the horse. Uh, well, we do have a two-car garage. I guess that's rather extravagant to a six-year-old. There's some show she watches on the BBC where snobbish uh, British equestrians fight over who gets to ride cal- who gets to ride calico today. Calico is my horse, Don. You mine. And now all of a sudden, my daughter Stella thinks she can take care of a horse, ride a horse, when uh, what comes out of a horse is twice the size of her. But yes, uh, her goldfish died, and, she, and I said to her, well, we can move on. What's the next pet you would like? Are we ready? Uh, to, uh, is the family ready for a dog? I still didn't really recover from the passing of my last dog, but for my kids, I will. And she's like, ah, I think I kind of know what's next. I'm like, uh-oh, is it going to be a cat? I'm not that, you know, I, I've had some friends with cats that I love, but I was a little bit worried it was going to be a cat. And she goes, a horsey. Okay, let's go down to the horse store and, and pick out a horse. And what's the name for it? And, of course, Stella, ever creative with her names for horses, was, well, I just said, horsey. So, yes, um... When the time comes and we're in the bigger house, and if this passion continues thanks to that snobbish BBC series, Vinnie Penn, your party animal, will be the owner of Horsey the Horse. See you next week.
You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. And we welcome back to the show, Dr. Paris Dr. P. Can I just call you Dr. P? Does that work? Dr. P. All my friends call me Dr. P. (laughs) (laughs) You have a a French name, which I'm sure sounds very good, but I I would slander it. You don't want to do that. I I would just mess it up. I actually got excited there. Yeah, say that again. I know. Yes, all the ladies in the studio. (laughs) Well, we bring you back. You were, of course, with Bear. And uh, you guys make advantage, too. And when we talk about fleas, especially this time of year, it seems in, in the humid areas, like in Florida, it seems really prevalent right now. But I don't know. Dr. Debbie, do you have that kind of problem in Las Vegas? Do you deal with fleas there, too? You know, not as much as in other parts of the country. We're pretty lucky with our dry climate. But, you know, people travel all the time from state to state, and they tend to forget the incidence of some of these parasites. So it's very easy to go visit another state, come back with an infestation. So mm. prevention's key. Besides using Advantage 2, what should we do to keep our flea bags fleeless? Uh, start in the yard. You know, our pets go out in the backyard, and you can um, have uh, the yard sprayed. Mm. Uh, that would be helpful. And they're, they're around the house, around, like, in the bushes areas. Really? Deck and under decks, yes. As opposed to being out just in the sun. Fleas prefer shade. I just learned this. Uh, this blows me away, but fleas not only cause that itching, but they can also transmit tapeworms for real? Absolutely. Uh, the flea will carry immature stages of the tapeworm, and if a dog or a cat in chewing at themselves as a flea is, is running about ingests a flea, uh, that dog will get tapeworms. And I don't know about Dr. Mm-hmm. Debbie, but uh, whenever I saw a flea infestation on one of my patients, I would also have the tapeworm talk with those folks because it really wasn't a matter if, it was just when uh, that pet was going to break with tapeworms. And, and they're, they're disgusting. They look like... Uh, little pieces of rice around the tail, around the anus. For my patients, you know, we always talk about the different life stages of fleas. And in the past years, you know, we've had to use multiple products. Um, how does Advantage 2 address that? Well, Advantage 2 is the second generation, if you will, of the Advantage topical solution that was introduced to the veterinary community in 1996. That contained imidacloprid, which kills adult fleas fast, as well as uh, killing the larval stage. Two years ago, piraproxifen, or PPF, was added to the Advantage Topical Solution formula to make Advantage 2. And with the addition of that insect growth regulator, it now kills all flea life stages. And so in addition to working fast, it takes about 12 hours to spread. After that, uh, reinfesting fleas are killed within two hours. So Mm -hmm. fast and all life stages. We have people call in, they, they say all the time, my dog or cat is itching, but they don't see fleas on them. Really, that if you do see fleas, that's like the tip of the iceberg, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. The adults that they see on their pet, that adult stage only makes up 5% of the total uh, relative stages of the infestation. One female flea will lay 25 to 50 eggs per day, and those eggs are laid on the pet, but they, they soon fall off and into the, the usually the home environment. Uh, the eggs make up 50% of the population. They hatch into larvae. Larvae make up about 35%, and the remaining, I think it's 10%, is in the pupa stage. So it is only 5% that they see, and, and that's the major concern that pet owners have are those fleas that they see. Okay, and we can learn more. There's a website, PetParents.com. What are we going to find there? Uh, well, there's, there's one section on it uh, under the tools area. Ask the veterinarian, and you'll, you'll see my smiling face. 
Cool. But, there, <laughs> but there's all kinds of good information on pet parents for pet parents. Very good. Petparents.com. We'll put the link over at animalradio.com. Dr. P, thank you so much for joining us again. Hey, it was great. It's Animal Radio, one 405 8405 toll free to our dream team. And we just got an email about uh, the turtle talk we had last week. They were very happy. The, someone who owns a snapping turtle says we've been very unturtle centric and really like to hear all the turtle talk. But you actually, you're dealing with another turtle situation. What's up with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, we see turtles all the time. We just, I guess we don't talk about it enough on air, so we're going to have to work on that. But yeah, I've got a uh, box turtle um, that is here, and because his nails and his beak have grown out excessively. Huh? And yeah, you, you, you're thrown off by the beak thing, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Turtles don't have beaks, and I hate to tell you <laughs> like this, Doctor. Like a bird. They do have beaks, in fact, and because birds and reptiles are closely related, the front of their mouth is very firm, and it has a very hard, um, strong uh, makeup there. And what can happen, um, this little guy has some nutritional problems that his family just has to get under control here. So he's been eating too high of a protein diet, uh, very vitamin poor, so it has caused his beak, which is kind of the snout, to grow out too long. And it looks like he kind of has like a, uh, like a big... Big overgrown uh, uh, bite on his teeth, um, so we have to trim that back today. Trim his nails. We're doing some vitamins and some antibiotics, and trying to get his husbandry back to where it ought to be. He's twenty years old. Wow, so he's still got. That's you know. not a toucan. It's a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so we're going to try to keep this guy around for another decade uh, or two. Okay, how long do turtles live? You know, box turtles can live up to 50 years. Wow. Um, so, you know, if we get this guy on the right uh, track with husbandry, you know, he can live a long time. Get him some fruits, vegetables, and to the... You know, it's just like, you know, Joey, you know, you've got a bird. you got to give them an all-around diet. You can't pigeonhole into one thing. That's true. My bird likes pizza, spaghetti, meatballs, you know. <laughs> all the good Italian foods. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. I think we have Rick on the phone. Hey, Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good. What's going on in your world? Well, I have a schnoodle. Um, he's about a year and a half to two years old. Um, very rambunctious, but he, you know, he loves walks and to play and all that, but he does not like a car. He'll, uh, get real shaky, um, like riding in a car. Um, mm-hmm. he starts panting, uh, salivating, and then eventually he'll throw up. All right. Well, and that's, that's definitely a hard thing. Are you out traveling right now with him? No, 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 no. He's at home. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a truck driver. I'm actually uh, in Island Park, Idaho, which is oh, absolutely okay. beautiful. So. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, the, the trick with dogs that have problems in the car travel, there, there's two components to it. There's there's actually what's more of a phobia, uh, which causes them to be fearful, trembling, shaking, drooling. And then there's the dogs that have true motion sickness. Now, a dog with true motion sickness doesn't have to go through those other symptoms. And in fact, a dog with motion sickness, it's really just when they get on those windy turns that they'll start to get nauseated and vomit. Um, right. However, a dog that has motion sickness can build up those phobias because they know what's going to come. So you can get an overlap of two problems here. So we have to address it that way. The first part, if we've got time and opportunity before car travel, the best thing we can do is condition a dog to the car. And that can be a very labor-intensive process where we gradually train them to being near a car, 
being in the car, being in the car gradually that goes down the back of the driveway and then eventually working up to going around the blocks. Now, every dog is different and you can't push them. So we may spend, you know, a week or two just getting them to do basic obedience sitting right next to the car before we actually enter it. If we notice any fearful behaviors, ears are down and back, tail is low, slinking, looking around, licking the lips, then we're pushing them too far and we don't want to take that next step and put them in the car and drive them around because we're not accomplishing anything. We're setting ourselves further back. So gradually we build up to this, we practice this with treats, rewards, and then eventually we build up to those smaller bits of time getting around the car, driving the car, um, that we can hopefully build them up to positive experiences. So that's the, the hard and the long way to correct these type of things when we've got anxiety. Um, some of the short-term things that we do, there's a lot of different things. So some dogs, if we really feel that they have motion sickness, I may use a drug like Dramamine. Or there's another one that's uh, approved for dogs called Serenia, which um, helps to decrease their uh, motion sickness and truly in a motion sickness type problem. Won't do anything for that anxiety, so we got to work on that too. Um, so I may add in some things like the Thunder Shirt, which can be a calming effect, um, as well as things like dog pheromones. Those help to kind of relax them in a natural way. Those could be in collars, sprays, things like that. So those are some other ways that we can help make training a little bit easier or just even that car travel that you have to do all of a sudden. And uh, I guess the other thing that I should mention is that when we are traveling with dogs in a car, we don't want them to run helter-skelter all around the, of the car because that can actually be very upsetting. It helps to feed their anxiety. The more they can run from window to window and drool and lick the, the, the glass, um, it, it really makes them very uh, much nervous. So uh, seatbelts or dog crates are a great way to keep them confined, and that will help decrease some of that motion sickness that they'll have. Um, and then the final thing, hey, I've even tried ginger snaps. Um, just like people, dogs can respond to the, the beneficial effects of ginger for motion sickness. So um, a couple ginger snaps or a little bit of some crystallized ginger can be very helpful about a 30 minutes to 45 minutes before you travel. Okay. Yeah, he seems to shake. Yeah, I mean, if, even if I just bring him into the car, he'll mm-hmm. start shaking. He's not real comfortable with it. So Okay. Yeah, um, and that's where yeah. you'll have to step back to before you enter that car. You want to get some really yummy treats, pieces of nice uh, American cheese, and you practice just going out to the car, sitting, opening the car door, but not getting in. Practice that until you can see that he's comfortable. And then uh, walk him through the car, make him sit in the back seat, and then just walk right out. You're not going to make it seem any more threatening than that, and ju- do that until you can do him um, comfortably with those behaviors. Okay. Thanks for your call, Rick. 1-866-405-8405. That's toll free to any one of our dream team here at Animal Radio. Brought to you by Pet Stay, a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes food, the water dish, sleeping mat, the dog treats, even specialty room service. Find out more at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas. And tonight in Las Vegas, you can see the amazing Jonathan. He is uh, one of the best comic magicians worldwide. Very funny guy. Comic I love it when magician. they comic magician. That means uh, you'll laugh your little... While he's making you laugh, he's pulling these illusions off. See, he's he's distracting you with humor is what he's doing. Ah, okay. Tickets start at 60 bucks, and then windows and it's at windows at Bally's Las Vegas through December 29th. Thanks, Pets Day. This is Victoria Stillwell from Animal Planets. It's me or the dog. Please join me in supporting the fourth annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 Pet Adoption Tour. 
The important month-long pet adoption tour starts October the 6th in Los Angeles and travels America's favorite highway to Chicago, stopping at shelters along the way to hold adoptions. Log on to Get Your Licks on Route66.com and find out where the tour stops near you. You just might find your new forever friend. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And we're just the glue. It's really all about Dr. Debbie, Alan Cable, dog father Joy Villani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. They're all here at your beck and call, 1-866-405-8405. Coming up this hour, Reverend Dr. Capers will be blessing our animals. So get get a shot of vodka for this. You'll need that. He's funny. I really like him. This is his... Uh, Gosh... Tenth appearance? Fifth. No, we can't. Not, don't you don't you let Bob Barker hear that? No, he's only about four or five. Bob he's still got very upset about it. Yes, we got to find out the distance that the animals can be um, near the radio um, for so this blessing. When, when bless, yes, exactly. How far out does this blessing reach? You know, this blessing uh, will reach, uh, I believe, worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. So there you go. You really don't have to grab your animals; they'll be blessed anyway. Uh, Stacy, what are you working on? There's a scam you need to be aware of Uh-oh. if you've lost your pet, and they're preying on Craigslist with this scam. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Very good. Joey, what are you going to be telling us all about today? Well, I had an email from someone who has a um, a dog who has a stinky face. Stinky and he can't face seem dog. To, stinky face. He can't seem to cure it. Um, and I'm going to tell you how to get rid of that smell. Is that one of those, what do they call that, bronchiocephalic, brachycephalic? Brachycephalus, right? Yeah. Did I say it right, Dr. Dem? Break- Pretty close. Brachycephalic. We could say pug-like, you know, that always works. <laughs> do they have smushy, f- do they smushy have, face? They have more smelly faces than other dogs, don't they? They do. Absolutely. They have a lot of skin folds. You know, they have all those little nooks and crannies that kind of make them unique and interesting. And, and you know, they definitely get moist. Okay. Well, coming up in just a few minutes, Joey will tell you how to unsmell your dog's face. Doctor Deb, I got a question for you because I'm having a little problem here. Um, okay. My my one dog, Simon. Um, he's a Karen Terrier and uh, Maltese mix. He has long hair. All of a sudden, I'm going to say within the past week or so, I'm noticing clumps of hair all over, and I'm watching. Um, he's starting to scratch. So my first instinct being a groomer is, you know, let's see, maybe he picked up a flea um, or something, and skin is real clean, dog is real clean, no flea dirt, no signs of irritation, no signs of any bites at all, and uh-huh. it's not stopping. It just seems to be getting worse. So I just want to know, is this something that I should be looking for, something I should do? Yeah. Well, what is I mean, it? I pull out a lot of the, the simple tricks that you may have already tried, the things like the colloidal oatmeal shampoos that have the soothing, short-term topical relief. Um, yeah. When you said this baby is part Cairn Terrier, the first thing that pops into my mind is horrible allergies. Mm. They're a breed that are just plagued with bad skin. Um, so they're allergic to a lot of things, whether it's food-related allergies or inhaled allergies that are in the environment. So um, starting off, if we're not to the point where we got a lot of sores and you know irritated areas, we just got hair loss, I might try things. Things like the topicals, uh, the colloidal oatmeal, maybe a hydrocortisone spray that we can apply to the areas, and then things like antihistamines and fatty acids are kind of my starting line for milder allergies. Antihistamines like Benadryl? Yeah, for for dogs, some of the more common ones would be Benadryl, um, hydroxazine, which is also known as Adorax, or chlorpheniramine. Those are kind of the main ones that are kind of tried and true in dogs. 
You're writing so, this yeah. down. Okay. That's what I'm doing. It, I did the topicals. The topicals I've done. I've done all the grooming end of it, and that has not seemed to work. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about bringing them to you very shortly. But um, yeah. it's, the funny part is there's no irritation on the skin anywhere. I mean, he's not scratching himself to the point where he's getting any hot spots. There's there's nothing that I can that I can visually see. And, you know, I war- will warn you, <laughs> the number one dog that I have on, um, this is a medication called cyclosporine, and it's an immune-modulating drug. My number one breed that I put on at my office is the Acure Interior. Oh. <laughs> so it, it, it sometimes things. simple things don't work. We have to get to a little bit more involved medications that are a little bit more costly, a little more time-consuming, and, and longer commitment there. And food allergy, I got a real quick question. Now, a food allergy, I mean, we have not changed the food. Can a dog develop a food allergy from a food that they've been eating for, you know, a year or so? Oh, great question. That is how they develop it. It's not a change in the food that causes the allergy. It's being exposed to it for a long period of time. They get sensitized to it. Should I should I try a, a, a different food? Yeah. And, and actually, you know, I can recommend a couple major different brands. Thank you. Now, now that was helpful, Hal. See that? Unlike you, with, with, with your advice half the times to me, this, this was helpful. And we actually learned something. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome, my friend. It is Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Write that number down. Put it on your refrigerator, wherever. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's your number to get in touch with the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. The Dream Team, of course, consisting of Dr. Debbie, our veterinarian, Alan Cable, who's actually on vacation this week, but Dr. Debbie will be fielding questions for, for Alan this week. Dog father, Joey Volani, and animal communicator, Joey Turner, all here. And, of course, Stacy Cohen working hard in the newsroom. Well, everybody knows you're not supposed to feed your dogs chocolate, but what about your cows? There's a rancher that's in Paducah, Kentucky, that has decided that corn's just a little too expensive. So he's feeding his cows chocolate candy. Huh. I'll tell you about that. Chocolate's cheaper than corn these days? I you know, guess so. That's what I'm hearing. That makes me very happy. I thought that would be unhealthy, but uh, apparently it's not. Well, it's a good now when you milk fat. the cow, do you get chocolate, chocolate milk? Chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Capers, Reverend Capers, will be back on the show today blessing the animals. So grab your animals, bring them on around the radio as we bless them. He's always fun. He is a lot of fun. He's, a, he's got to be up in his 80s now. I don't know. You've known him for 80. many, many I've known him years. For at least 30, he's been blessing my animals for 30 years. Wow. Really? Wow. Well, he better put a little blessing on you, Hal, then. Yeah. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kitty Agogo, bringing you six attractive litter box options and colorful designs from leopard prints to polka dots. It's especially suited. For smaller homes or apartments where traditional litter boxes are an eyesore. Kitty Agogo will add stylish decor for you and your cat. It's available at kittyagogo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you dog father, Joey Villani. Kitty Agogo. I still love that. I still love it. <laughs> anyway, 
I had to change my whole train of thought today because I got an email and I hold on now I got it because Hal just threw me off here a little bit um, trying to whisper to me while we were um, you know in between here and um, I got to get the guy's name here it is um, Kristen yeah, I and, and I think it's Gimes his last name he's from Wichita Kansas and he's having a problem. He's have he has a um I, I guess it's a Shih Tzu mix and the dog has one of those pushed in faces, and the dog is getting a fungusy type smell from the face. And I've spoken about this before, but he says yeah. that there's not there's not much that he can do. He says he takes the dog to the groomer all the time, and the dog comes back and it looks clean and it feels clean, but when the dog tries to give you a smooch, he has a wet mop. Um, type of smell coming yes. coming from the face, and oh, you want to know something that that's something that's that's really really common on these dogs. Now, on the short haired version of the, of the um, brachycephalus dogs, the pushed in face dogs, the um, bulldogs, boxes, whatever, um, it's real easy because you take a little bit of of um, cornstarch, or I like gold bond powder actually, or medicated powder, and um, you powder those those folds, and what happens is it dries it up. The problem is on a long-haired dog, it's a little bit more difficult for two reasons. Number one, it cakes up in there, and a lot of times it'll mat. Number two, it's real easy getting it in it in the dog's eyes. And if you ever got medicated powder in your eye, you know exactly what it feels like. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't feel real good. So this is what, what you're going to do. You're going to get yourself some Q-tips. You're going to get yourself some hydrogen peroxide, a real cheap method. Okay, dip the Q-tips in the hydrogen peroxide, but don't dip it right in, in the um, container itself and contaminate it. Pour a little bit out in, in another container. Um, dip it in there, and you're going to wipe the... Um, the, the, the folds, not the corners of the eyes, the folds that are underneath the eyes where the skin flaps over and you know what, there's, there's a little bit, it's, um, I don't know if, how to explain it any better than that, but, um, you're gonna go in those folds and you're gonna wipe it out and you're gonna notice, you're probably gonna get almost like a mucusy discharge on the end of it. It's almost gonna look greenish, like, um, oh. slimy. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty nasty. But basically what it is, it stays wet there because they tear. Mm -hmm. Or they just get it wet in general, and it doesn't dry because the skin is, is folded over itself. So what you're going to do is you're going to go in there and um, with the Q-tip and the hydrogen peroxide. You're going to dry it up real good with a tissue or, or, or cloth that's clean. And then go in there with just a little bit of cornstarch. Now, what the cornstarch will do is you don't have to really worry about it getting in the dog's eyes. And put it in lightly. Don't cake it on because you don't want it to mat the face because it will mat the face a little bit if, if um, you put too much in. Now, what that's going to do, it's going to draw the moisture out. If you do that... In the beginning, you need to do it every single day. When I say in the beginning, at least a solid week of doing it. After that, if you stayed on top of it and did that once a week, you're going to notice the odor is going to go away. Okay, so you don't have to use anything unnatural. They sell a lot of face deodorizers and stuff. And honestly, all that really does is irritate. I've seen that irritate the dogs even worse. That what ends up happening is when they use a facial deodorant is that the dog starts scratching at it. So not only is it wet and slimy, but now they've irritated it, and now it's infected. And the infection usually is a little bit harder to cure because the, you know, if you think about it, it's an, an it's a, an infectious breeding ground because it's wet, it's moist, it's stinky, it's dirty. Mm -hmm. So it's perfect for an infection. So don't put anything that's going to irritate it. Peroxide, 
A little cornstarch, keep it dry. It works wonders. Your dog's face won't smell like a wet mop anymore. Mm. And I hope that helped Christian's problem. But that's a, you know what, how that's a problem that we get with a, with a lot of dogs. And even when they come into the grooming salon, we can get the smell out temporarily. And when I say temporary, usually by the next day, it comes back unless it's something that's, um, that you really stay on top of. Can I use that on my mother-in-law? She has a real wrinkled up face. And it sticks with her yes. Salon. Yes, you can. You yes, you can. Okay. Yes. And overweight people, you know, in the folds, you know, with their fat, you can, that, that also works good. So, and I could say that because, uh, you know, I, I, I used to have that problem, I guess. You could say whatever you want. Joy Volani on Animal Radio, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Write that number just in case you ever need it. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. As well as our email, yourvoice at animalradio.com, or you can Facebook us at Animal Radio, or tweet us at Animal Radio. Joy Turner answering our, well, she's she's our animal communicator here. So she's bridging the gap between you and your pet. And they don't have to be alive. It could be this childhood pet that you have. And we have a call for Joy right now. I believe we are going to Jeannie. Hey, Jeannie, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What's going on? I have Joy right here. Uh, I'm a lady truck driver. Right now I'm on the road with Marley. He's a Shih Tzu Poodle Mix. And I'm not too sure if Marley's enjoying the trucking thing. Or if he wants to go home and stay home with his buddies or go on the road with uh, another truck with Shorty. Well, Marley gives me this gigantic sigh. And he's really trying hard not to hurt anybody's feelings. But he says this really is not the fun he's really looking for. I kind of thought so. So he's not sure it would be any better with Shorty? Uh Uh-huh. He's kind of not liking the small spaces and then not really having a place to be. Right. So he says if it's all the same to you, he could just as soon stay home. That's what I thought, too. And he says that's not going to hurt your feelings, is it? No, no. I love this dog. I want him happy. And I know he's happy at home with the other dogs playing. And he's such a good boy. But I want her happy and and I want her loved the way she deserves Thank you for your call, Jeannie. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 You know, that's unbelievable. You sit there and you think about how lucky the dogs are. If I didn't want to drive in a truck, I have to drive in a truck. You think about how lucky that that dog is. dog gets anything it wants, basically. Me, nothing. That dog is really <laughs> lucky, yes. Some nights I can't get to sleep. Some nights I can't stay asleep. With Unisom... I can do both. Unisom sleep tabs are clinically proven to help you fall asleep 33% faster and keep you asleep longer so you get a more restful night's sleep. Made with an ingredient not found in other leading sleep aids, Unisom sleep tabs are safe and non-habit forming. Just one pill takes the uncertainty out of bedtime, giving you the sleep you need. So I wake up ready to go. Unisom sleep tabs. Fall asleep faster. Sleep longer. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, 
this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Hi, everybody. This is Deborah Wilson from Mad TV, and you're listening to Animal Radio. And as my friends would say, Damn, Tui. hair in my coffee. <laughs> That's typical for here, Hal. I know. It's like if you don't have hair in your food. Or your coffee. But you're not an animal lover, period. one 405 We have brand new listeners. You just got off the phone with a listener who, uh, it was the first time she heard us, right? Yeah, she was just turning the dial and there we were. Go figure, after 12 years. Deja vu, by the way. After 12 years, 102 stations and XM satellite radio, and now you can hear us on your smartphone app for iPhone and Android. And then visit us over at Facebook while you're at it, too. We give away prizes every single day of the week for liking us at Facebook at Animal Radio and, of course, Twitter at Animal Radio. We're everywhere you are, so there's no excuse whatsoever not to visit us over at Animal Radio. And we go to Angela. Excuse me. Hi, Angela. How are you? Uh, hey, Fred, how are you? Good, I understand you want to talk to Joey Volani. Yes, sir. What's going on? Uh, well, I've got a cat who just loves to be groomed to the point that uh, when I'm not home, my mother's taking care of her. Uh, you know, the cat meets her at the door, runs up on the, to the kitchen counter and jumps up there. My mother gives her a can of food, and she may or may not eat the food before she runs through the pet door into the garage and jumps up on the grooming table to wait for my mother to brush her. Uh, and I'm, I'm explaining all this because, you know, this is not a cat that doesn't like to be groomed. Uh, the problem I'm having is, you know, uh, the, the table is a plastic patio table and chair. Uh, the, I use like a rubber curry brush, like really for a horse. Uh, I've got a couple of those because they really get the undercoat out really great. The hair flies. But the problem is uh, the cat is getting little shocks that I don't know about from static electricity. And, uh, you know, if I don't notice the tail twitch or the little kitty evil eye, uh, she thinks I'm intentionally doing it, and she will actually, you know, if I don't catch her little signal, she, she'll bite me. Is there any way to cut down the static electricity while she's being brushed? Because she'll sit there and, and love you to brush her for 20 or 30 minutes. Now, I, I got a question for you. It's a short-haired cat, obviously. Um, yes, sir. The, the, the table that you're using, you said, has a plastic top? It's a plastic, solid plastic table on a concrete floor. And, I and think that you actually get, get... I do have, you know, other brushes, but the majority of the ones I use are rubber. They just get the hair out really good. I think that you're getting the static off of the plastic off the table. But you know what? Instead of changing all that, I got a very, very simple solution. You know, okay. dryer sheets, bounce dryer sheets? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. What you're gonna you, what you're gonna do is you're gonna take one of them before you groom your pet, and you're gonna rub the cat down with the dryer sheet. And what that's gonna do, it's gonna eliminate the static, so you're gonna be able to brush and comb your cat with no problems. It's a trick that we actually use in dog shows in certain certain times of the year um, when it's a little drier out. You'll get more static. So what will happen is is you'll get a lot more flyaway hair, and we do that as well. And Absolutely, will take care of the static. Your, your, your cat won't be upset. You'll be happy, and it actually makes them smell good. Okay, great. Downy, you say? Well, like bounce, yeah, bounce, any type of dryer, dryer sheets that you get. The ones, the sheets that you throw in the dryer. Just put that. Okay, just, so just any brand, just any dryer sheet. Should I should I rub the tape plastic table with it too, or just the cat? I would just rub the cat. I mean, it, it, could, it couldn't hurt. I mean, I've never rubbed down the table before, so I, so I honestly don't know. But I know if you do, if you do rub the cat with it, it will absolutely, positively eliminate the static. Oh, thank you. You've made both me and my cat very happy. Good. <laughs> uh, thank you. That, that's why I'm here to make you guys happy. Thanks for your call today. Let us know how that Thanks, works. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team, Animal Communicator Joey Turner, Dog Father Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie all here at your beck and call. This portion of Animal Radio is made possible by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort and that discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N dot com. And don't forget, put in the Animal Radio code, which is Animal Radio, and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase over there at Lubricin. And we head to Lorena. Hi, Lorena. How are you doing today? Good. Where are we calling you from? Um, well, right now I'm on Edmond Eagle, Tennessee. Tennessee. Are you a truck driver? Are you OTR? Yes. Okay, I have Dr. Debbie here. What's going on with your pet? Well, I have a cat that's been very, very sick. He got in a cat fight. He's a year old, and um, he ended up staying in the hospital for like a week and antibiotics and everything. Well, he's getting better now, but when okay. I let him outside, he goes and starts eating rocks, like little slate rocks. Wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and is he is he having any digestive problems? Any kind of vomiting, changing his stools? Um, he was vomiting and then he stopped. Um no his stools look good. Okay. Alrighty. And you said he's a year old and is he neutered? Yes, yes. He yes. got neutered um in June okay. and he's still on antibiotics. He's been on antibiotics for like a month and a half because he was really, really sick. He had big old pussy mm. holes just popping out all over, you know. Okay. All right. Well, I will tell you that, you know, there can be some kitties that do this strange behavior, what we call pica, where they eat unusual things, whether they're, you know, things like rocks or uh, plastics or household items or you name it. 
Um, and that can be a behavioral problem, but I would actually be a bit concerned with your baby that we might have something else going on. And um, some of the common causes of a cat doing this and eating such strange things can actually be something as simple as being anemic, having a low red blood cell count. For some reason, it triggers an instinctive response, and the animals try to eat things unusual. And that may be that they're trying to rebuild iron or something in their body, um, but that can be a common cause. So for me, I, any kitty that does this, I would pull a blood panel, check that, see what his blood count looks like. It wouldn't hurt if he hasn't already been tested for kitty leukemia and kitty AIDS yes, to double has. check. He has. He has. Good, good. Yes, because um, um, they checked him before I put all this money in him because he was a barn cat, you know, uh-huh. kitten. And he said, before you go to putting all this money in him, we're going to check him. And he's good on leukemia and his blood count looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And good, then good. when he was so, so sick, I switched his cat food because mm-hmm. he wasn't eating his dry food. I don't know. It was just so weak, but I put him on um, the soft food. Okay. Yeah, and, and and that's where I was asking if he had digestive things, because also malabsorptive problems, digestive problems, whether that's something short-term that's a result from his illness or if he's got something on, just kind of ongoing. Um, but uh, diet management, so keeping him on a food that he can digest well, that produces good poops. In some kitties, I will also, if they're doing this just as a therapy, I will try vitamin B injections. Um, cobalamin okay. is the specific B vitamin. And, and do that, um, at least on a weekly basis, just to see if that helps helps. If it does, that may gives us, uh, give us some um, support that he's got something more digestive in nature that we need to investigate and to look at. Um, and that's something your vet can do pretty easily. Okay. Now, um, so he I would, also lost a lot of weight. Is there something I can do to help him gain weight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a lot of this is going to go back to getting him through this illness, so making sure his health plane is good. I will often, even if we don't see worms, I deworm a kitty. Um, that also helps to treat for some of those worms we can't see, like stomach worms, which never even passed in the stool, um, and they pick up from eating insects and things like snails and so forth. So uh, deworm him. I see about those B vitamin injections, and then okay. um, make... Make sure that, um, you know, you stay on top of that, that red count. So if he's still not pulling around, I may even want to recheck that CBC just to make sure he doesn't have a problem there. And then, you know, a lot of it's also going to be a little bit of human supervision and kind of keeping him on either harness if you need to when he's outdoors. Um, if he's not where he's 100% well yet, I, I really wouldn't recommend him have full rain outside. Um, that might just be a little too much freedom for him right now that he could get into trouble and you can't supervise what he's ingesting at, at that point. So. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't stray far from the house because he's so weak. Uh, we just put him out, you know, so he can get some sunlight and walk around. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep him away from that gravel. <laughs> we don't want him eating that gravel because then we'll have another whole problem to deal with we, there. We have like slate, it's like a slate rock, and there's only certain spots that he goes to eat this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like I said, that's that may be something that's more of an instinct that he's triggering, that he's feeling like he needs to get some important minerals, iron, and so forth. Okay. So um, keep that leash, you know, in your hand. You can control where he goes, and just limit those times of exercise outside where you know he's going to be safe and he's not going to get into that. So I'll give your baby a pat. My goodness, it sounds like he's been through a lot medically going on there. Thanks for your call, Lorena. Good luck with that. one 405 8405 That is toll-free to our dream team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Also answering Alan's questions today. Dog father Joey Villani and animal communicator Joey Turner all here for you.
Our pets don't come with replacement parts. It's an estimated that one in five dogs has diagnosed arthritis, and twice that number has undiagnosed arthritis. Lubrison knows that your pet's joints deteriorate, and they often suffer in silence. Lubrison's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Lubrison has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubrison.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the total gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Boy, that West Nile virus really has attacked Texas, and cases are rising in humans and horses this year. Just as people have to take precautions against the virus, horse owners should also take steps to protect their animals. Dr. Tracy Norman recommends vaccinating horses against the disease and taking measures to prevent mosquito bites. Norman is a clinical assistant professor at Texas A&M College of Vet Medicine, and she says mosquitoes transmit the virus from avian hosts to humans and horses, which are considered dead-end hosts of West Nile, because the virus is not contagious among them. And those bitten by an infected mosquito, the virus can multiply in the blood system, cross the blood-brain barrier, and then infect the brain. There it can cause inflammation, interfering with the central nervous system functions. Most infected horses don't show any signs of the disease. In fact, most humans don't either. In horses that do show signs of the virus, those symptoms are similar to other neurological diseases. They can include impairment of basic motor skills, including loss of coordination, a change in behavior, or drowsiness. Horses with West Nile uh, may have a fever early in the disease and then show sensitivity to touch and sound as well as twitching in the face, muzzle, and the neck. 
September is Senior Pet Wellness Month, and now's the time to highlight the importance of routine exams for older pets. Pet life expectancy has doubled over the last 50 years, due in part to improved nutrition and more regular vet care. While the old saying of one year equals seven years in a pet isn't strictly accurate, it's still a good gauge to keep in mind. That means that if you have a senior dog similar to a person at age 50, at seven years old, and at 10 years for a cat... Uh, just like our routine checkups get more important as we age, the same is true for your pets. Treatable conditions can be caught earlier, making the chance of recovery that much greater. Keep in mind that larger breed dogs can age quicker than their smaller counterparts and toy breeds a little more slowly. So contact your vet to see what type of screening they have in place for your older pets. You know, losing a pet can be very emotional for any pet owner, and the best possible scenario, of course, is for your pet to come home on its own. The next is to get a call from somebody who said they found your pet safe and uninjured. Well, there's a scam going around. The Connecticut Humane Society has issued a warning about this scam. They're preying on vulnerable pet owners. The Humane Society said the culprit is taking to Craigslist. They're trying to trick people who have lost their animals. And uh, these people are fake. They're not real. The person these pet owners are speaking with does not represent the Humane Society or any other shelter. If you think you've been scammed, file a police report. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. It's Animal 
Animal Radio. We've gathered all our animals around the radio. They're all in the studio here. Barely enough room for us now. Grab your animals, bring them around the radio. We are going to bless your animals. Or better said, Dr. Reverend Capers will bless them. Doctor, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? It's wonderful to be on Satellite Radio Worldwide with you guys. And you know, I absolutely am just honored to be able to bless all of the animals on your broadcast who listen to you faithfully every day and every week. Well, now, before we do that, how have you been? What's up in your world? Well, um, I'm presently at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo here in San Diego, mm-hmm. having a wonderful time. It's just so wonderful, so many delightful people here, and I'm extremely grateful just to be here today. Mm. How are the animals? Are the animals doing okay? Well, you know, we lost Hope Angel oh. um, a year ago, unfortunately, but it was his time to go, and it's all right, but we got a new, beautiful, beautiful baby. His name is Ramses. King Ramses. King Ramses. A little, yeah, he's a little Yorkie, and I tell you, he's so feisty, and he loves me so much. And we have a little bird, a Spanish a parrot, and her, her name is uh, Janius. And believe it or not, Janius is the reincarnation of my godbrother, Michael Moultrie, who passed wow. away. Wow. Now, how do you know that? Because he told me. <laughs> okay. He said he, said he was the reincarnation. Okay. I, that makes sense. Yes, he did. He, you know what? I speak parakeet. You do speak parakeet. Speak, yes, I do speak parakeet. I did not know that. And, you know, if you, yes, if you're telepathic, you can speak all animal languages. Oh. And since that the doctor is telepathic, of course, I go to the San Diego Zoo all the time to speak to the orangutans and and to the beautiful monkeys and to the giraffes. I try to do at least once a week or once every other week. Oh, now, do they great. speak back to you? Of course they do what the social ones do, and of course, just like people, we have some who don't like to speak at all. So we have some antisocial animals that just don't want anything to do with us, huh? But you know what? It's funny because we think that animals, just because they're animals, that they should be allowed to speak. And now as an animal psychotherapist and clairvoyant, you know, a lot of people bring their beautiful children, animals, to me, and I work out those issues with them all the time. Animal psychotherapy, like what kind of issues are they dealing with? Oh, she feeds me the wrong kind of food. I don't like what she feeds me, and she eats better than I do. Uh, She doesn't take me out for another walk, or he doesn't seem to hold me and pet me, but he he does more for someone else than he does for me. You know the same problems. I have the same problem as children, as adults do. The same mother issues I have, probably, that that whole thing. Of course. You weren't petted enough as a child, Hal? It's very real. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hal wasn't petted enough as a child. I, I wasn't oh. spanked enough as a child. That was my problem. How is that true? I think it Are is. Are you telling me the truth there? Well, yeah, you, you're, you, you know. can read. You know, you well, know you exactly need. what I'm thinking, right? And you've known Hal for a long time. Yeah, I was just thinking, you oh know. Oh, my God. How, how many years has it been? Is it 25 years or more? I was thinking 27 years we've known each other. Oh, how you're believe- so absolutely correct. I remember when you were first young in the business, and we used, I used to be on your show almost every week, and I, kn- I just loved and adored doing your show. I mean, you were always so great, and I had so much fun for so many years, and I, I just want to express that to you. Thank you well, so now, much how come for you having sound me on so, your show. How come you sound like you're getting younger, and I sound like I'm getting older? <laughs> 
Well, that's because I'm engaged to be married, and my wow. fiance is 25 years younger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good going. Yeah. Thumbs yeah. up. Oh, no. 20 goes into 60, a hell of a lot more than 60 into 20. <laughs> 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 oh, very good. Okay. Well, on that note, I think it's about time we bless those animals. We have all the animals around yes, here in the studio. I, I'm looking forward to blessing the animals. I was thinking about St. Francis today as uh, I was thinking about your show, that the importance of blessing the animals is so important because they have souls, and they need the blessings and our blessings, and, and to give so much love to them. So if I can begin the prayer right now, I would be grateful. Please do. We're all ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. God, we ask that you stretch out your hands and move by your wonderful spirit today. And bless each and every one of our animal children. Those who are greatly loved, and God, those who aren't as loved as much as they need, we ask that those get more love and we ask that you bless every dog and every cat and every bird and and every other animal that we haven't mentioned today and as you're blessing we ask that you touch them from the top of the head down to the soles of the feet shield and protect them and spirit of most high god we ask that you dispatch angels from the north south east and west and surround our baby animals today and let them know that they're well loved and we love them so graciously. And for doing these things, God, we're so grateful. We give you the honor, the glory, and all the praises for each and every one of the blessings of the animal children that you've given us. To God be the glory. Amen. Oh, yes, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Reverend Capers, Blessing Our Animals. Is there a website where we can uh, find more about you? Oh, yes, you can go to drjamespapers.com. We'd love to hear from you. Give me a call at 619-280-0778. Now, don't forget, if you need a pet psychologist, I'm available. Our pet psychic, I'm available, although I'm clairvoyant. But we're here to service all of your needs. And we just want you to know we just have so much love for all of you. And God bless you all. I'm going to put all that information up over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Dr. Capers, thank you once again. We will hopefully speak to you before next year. I hope so, and I would love to be on your show anytime. Now, if you have any pet problems, any parents who are having problems with their pet, you can, we can get me on the line with them, and we can straighten it out on your show. Bye now. This is always oh, Reverend Capers wears a lot of hats, huh? He does yeah, wear a lot of hats. Fun. Well, he sounds fun. He's a good, <laughs> good, good, he, he has good energy around him. No kidding. He does. And a woman, 20, 20 Five years is senior, junior, junior. junior. Yeah. Now, wow. I hate him now. <laughs> now I hate him. <laughs> Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. When little Curly, a poodle mix, was rescued by a pet adoption league in Hackettstown, New Jersey, his hair was so badly matted that one of his front paws had to be amputated because the tangles had stopped the blood from getting into it. But Curly got a fancy new leash on life when he was adopted by Sharon and Joe Spitz, who own a canine cafe, a bakery that creates treats for dogs. They said they had no intention of adopting another dog. They already have three, but when they saw a picture of Curly... 
It was love at first sight. Curly now spends his days working at the bakery, happily greeting the customers and their dogs while wearing fancy collars and outfits. He seems to love his new job, and of course, those doggy treats. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. The fourth annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 is a month-long pet adoption tour, traveling down America's favorite highway the entire month of October, stopping at animal shelters along the way to hold adoptions. Thanks to sponsors Ford, Pet Plan Pet Insurance, Animal Radio, and Vital Friendly Magazine, this life-saving tour kicks off in Los Angeles on October 6th and ends in Chicago on November 2nd. Visit Get Your Licks on Route66.com to find out where the tour stops near you. You might just find your new forever friend. Hi, Lynn. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good today. How are you? Very good. I understand you want to talk to groomer Joey Villani. Yes, I'd like to get some tips on trimming a miniature schnauzer's beard. What do you think, Joey? Joey, come use my mic. Hey, here. Lynn. How you doing? Where you where, where you calling from? Uh, right now, I'm in Nevada. Okay, miniature schnauzer's beard. Well, honestly, um, their beards, unless they're you know getting real um, fuzzy and whatnot, you really don't trim them that much. But um, let me ask you something: What is your problem? Is it sticking out? Is it too long? Because there's a there's a lot of um, aspects that go with that beard. Okay, well, it it wants to go all over the place, and I wasn't sure exactly how to shape it to get it to look like the pictures. Okay, so you know your guidelines um, when, when, when you're clipping the tight areas from the corner of the eye to the corner of the mouth without exposing the mouth, and then everything on the underside of the jaw you want to clip from um, the corners of the mouth back down the throat. So that's all going to be tight. Then what yeah. I would do is I would take a thinning shear on the side, and I tighten that up a little bit where I where it's almost as tight as it would be on the cheek, but a little bit fuller. Now, what you can do is, is your schnauzer, do you hand strip your schnauzer, or do you actually clip it? I actually clip. Okay. Even if you're clipping your dog, what you want to do is get yourself a stripping knife. And when you okay. hand strip, the tool should be in, in, in right in the small of your hand, okay? So right before, right behind the fingers and before the palm, you want to lay it in your hand. Close your, close your hand up, okay? So you're making a fist around the tool itself and your thumb is going to actually um, be free. So you're going to um, use your thumb to apply a little bit of pressure against the knife, and you're going to grab the hair. You're going to pinch it between the tool and your thumb lightly, and you're going to pull. Now, what I would do is, what you don't want to do is you don't want to twist. You want to pull straight. It's almost like a, how could I say, it's, it's almost like a power combing um, method where you're using, if, if you were to comb, but you, put, but you put your thumb against the hair and ran it through the comb, it would almost be like that effect but you're using the stripping knife now if i turn my wrist i'll cut the coat so i want to pull straight what you want to do is pull in the direction that you want the hair to grow now on a miniature schnauzer you're going to want it to grow down and slightly forward so that's what i'm going to do and what that's going to do it's going to remove 
a lot of the coat that is um that is growing in the wrong direction and and and, and it's not looking real neat and eventually and when i say eventually depending on how bad it is it can clear up um within two weeks or up to about two months and i want to do this at least a couple of times a week um i may get a lot of hair out i may get a little bit of hair out now if i'm getting a lot of coat out at a time what you don't want to do is you don't want to bald it you just want to work the area and i work the line from the corner of the eye to the corner of the mouth and pull that forward and it'll grow in beautifully and and it'll grow in a lot thicker as well okay that help you with your schnauzer there oh i'm sorry in the meantime (laughs) if you can't stand it get a little hair gel just a tiny bit and after you pull it put that in the beard and pull it and pull it down and that'll keep it in place where it will it'll look good until you get it to the point where you know what i like that people will be saying hey nice schnauzer beard <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. the phones at 1-866-405-8405. Which one are we going to? It's Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Where are you today? I'm in Santa Barbara, California. Lovely Santa Barbara. Are you listening on uh, KTMS or XM? On XM. Okay. How can we help you? Well, I have an old English uh, bulldog who is a year and a half old, and at nighttime she sits there and chews her paws excessively, and I just want to know why she does that. All right. And is she, um, is there any sores, any bleeding, anything you can see down there? No, absolutely nothing. They look perfectly normal. And in the morning, I mean, at nighttime when she chews them really bad, they get very red. But, and mm-hmm. it, they never scab up or anything. But when she sits there and chews them, I mean, she drools really bad when she's chewing it. I mean, drools all over the, her bed. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and definitely when you said bulldog and you say skin and lick, ugh, one thing comes to mind is allergies. And uh-huh. they certainly are a breed where they have their tendencies for skin problems, but it doesn't just stop at allergies. Uh-huh. Um, allergies being things in the air, in the environment, um, even foods that pets can be sensitive to that can respond or cause a basically an itch response in the pet. For us, when we have allergies, it kind of is more like the hay fever type thing. Uh, For dogs, it's really their skin is the target organ, so we look for scratching, itching, hair loss. All of those signs can be more of a signal that we might have an allergy. So that's one of the first things um, that comes to mind, especially if there's not a lot of signs of redness or injury or things like that. However, in bulldogs, um, they also get a lot of other fun skin stuff coming along the way. And in many cases, we'll get yeast infections in their skin as well as bacterial infections. So my first, I guess my first step uh, with your baby would be I would certainly take a look at the feet. And even if they visibly look good, I'd say a good vet exam and sampling from that area would be important. Because a lot of times, things like yeast, you know, we may or may not be able to tell they're there. Um, if we do have an infection, there's definitely steps, medications, sprays, and so forth that we can, we can address that aspect of things. And anyone who has yeast infections knows yeast itch. So right. <laughs> we would certainly want to go down that road appropriately. Right. Um, oh, okay. 
But some other right. things that, you know, if we don't find any infections, some things that I'd uh, maybe look into for you, um, some very nice little topical sprays that have colloidal oatmeal which uh-huh. are kind of a soothing agent. And these work nice for mild allergies or mild irritation. Um, those, there's a lot of different brands out there, but basically we're looking for colloidal oatmeal. It's just kind of a soothing, non-really medicated kind of way to go. Um, and then we can talk about maybe looking into some hypoallergenic diets, which can really treat from the inside more than on topical uh-huh. means. Okay, so. that's good. Can I ask one more question? Absolutely, go ahead. I've got three macaws. And hey, you're I, a bird lover too. Awesome. Yeah, and um, my main one was the blue, uh, the blue and gold. Had him mm-hmm. for ten years before I got rescued the two others. Since I have rescued the two others, the blue and gold is picking herself really bad, and I mm-hmm. do give her more attention than the other two. Is okay. there anything you can suggest to make her stop that? Well, and that's that. You're kind of getting to the root of that. Is that a lot of times anxieties? Um, I don't want to say just feeling out of sorts, but um, changes in their routine can definitely become more of a psychologically driven thing. Um, now, are these birds housed together? Yes. Uh, well, no, they have three separate cages, but they're all on top of their cages every day, and they mingle with each other. Okay. All righty. And th- was this behavior present before the other two came around? No. No, never picked okay. her feathers. Okay. The basic thing that I would say is going to be a couple steps that I do. One is I'd want to make sure we have some some one-on-one time away from the other birds where we can do some interactive play, some food items, um, and spend some quality time with her in that way. And also when she, and then we want to get those interactive toys for her in the environment. And kind of like dog toys, the ones that have the food that you basically, they have to kind of pick it out or pull it out of the, uh, say, a block of wood, and you could put little uh, food items inside of there. Those kind of things where it gives her something to do so she's not weighing her every moment on your presence, um, that can be very helpful. Um, And I don't know that with something like this, I'd jump into something like behavioral medications. That's really more, I guess, the last thing I would look at. Um, So I'd work on some of those environmental things. And then have have you had her out to a vet, to an avian vet to ever checked? No, I have never. No. Oh, okay. She's she's always been really good, and she's laid lots of eggs, too. Uh, <laughs> it's always a funny thing because people who who don't have birds don't realize that female birds will lay eggs right. even if there's not a mate around. So I don't know, Helen Judy, if you know that. No, I didn't but, know um, that. No. Yes, yeah, they will lay. Um, yeah, <laughs> infertile myrtle. <laughs> they, they, won't, they won't hatch. They can't. Right. 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 No. No. Okay. Right. And that, unless there's a male around, but um, it's basically the equivalent of women that have their periods. Um, so adult uh, birds will still go through the cycling pattern and can lay eggs. So yeah, very oh, okay. cool little tidbit. And while I got you on but, the bird tidbit topic, I just got a quick question. I, I never see them pee. <laughs> I've never seen a bird pee. Do, do they pee? They do. It's all kind of mixed together, oh, okay. and there's but there are separate components. So, yeah, if we could talk bird pee and poop, but yeah, there's definitely if you look at the plop that they pass. That's a combination, see, huh? Yeah, there's definitely. actually a liquid. There's a liquid. There's the solid stool, and then there's kind of the white, kind of the urate, which is kind of like the the urine component along with the liquid. So yeah, they, they got it all there. I learned <laughs> so efficient. much here, and I of course I take it to the lowest common denominator. Hey Sue, thank you so much for your call today. I appreciate thank you. you. See, I ask the questions that people are thinking. 
And they're just afraid to ask. <laughs> they know they'd sound like an idiot if they asked it, so I asked them. <laughs> That's all we have time for today. We want to thank you for joining us. We also want to thank Dr. Reverend Capers for blessing our animals and thank you for blessing us with your presence. Remember, you can join us over at Facebook at Animal Radio. Uh, tweet us at Animal Radio. Download the Animal Radio app, please, at iPhone. Uh, for your iPhone or for your Android. Great to have with you. You can listen to the show anytime you want, as well as ask us your questions anytime you want. Don't forget to te- check out Dr. Debbie's uh, brand new Kindle book. It's Yorkshire Terriers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. And I understand you're working on some other breeds. Yes, I do. I'm working on pugs, shih tzus, and mini schnauzers, all a bunch of my favorite pets. We'll keep you posted and updated over at AnimalRadio.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Bye-bye. Hi. This is Animal Radio Network.